Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Tractor Girls Talk podcast on Kings of Anglia. I'm your host as ever, Ross, and I'm joined by my co-host and town woman skipper, Blue Wilson. Blue, thank you very much for joining me as ever. How are you? Good week and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, it's been a good week. Thanks, Ross. Um, lots of football, lots of rehab. Um, so yeah, no, it's been all right. How's yours been? Standards as well, football. Chilling out a little bit. Went to a wedding on Tuesday. Um, I was just at a very small wedding. Um, but yeah, it was all good. I know you were at the Oxford game. I was there as well. Um, less said about that, the better, I say. Um, and move on to, of course, Town's game, Town Women's game against MK Dons. The FA Cup journey has begun and we have gone through a 2-0 win against MK Dons at the Palavian or whatever their stadium is called, Newport Pagnell Town Football Club. Mm-hmm. Um Zoe Barrett, Luce O'Brien with the goals. Um, your opening thoughts on that result? It was scrappy, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think the pitch didn't really help. It was a really sort of dodgy pitch. Um, lots of bobbles. You could see we weren't even allowed to warm up on the pitch. So we warmed up on a field close by, almost like a school pitch. Took me back to under-13s days, I think. Yeah. Um, and then got onto the main pitch and you could just see the, the first sort of few passes played around. Um, was bobbling up at people's knees even. So, yeah, it makes it difficult. Weather didn't help, but all in all, not a great performance. Um, I think a bit of a a bit of a downer maybe. But, again, we've got the result and that's the most important thing. Um, but we like to play good football. I'm not sure we did that today. Um, so, yeah, not as entertaining as we'd like, but we got the job done in the end. So, lots to reflect on, I think. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It, rained, it rained towards the end and I did see you with your coat on. And camera out. How, how was that? Yeah, I um, once again, I always check the forecast. I think that's, it is wise. I definitely, as a photographer, I know I'm going to be in the elements right in the pit. So I know you players, you are there. You can't hide away from the weather. But I always make sure to check if it's raining, if it's going to be too sunny or whatever. And it was all cloudy. Nice, just simple weather. But then it decided to rain and then stop, then rain again. As you, you probably saw me, I got up a few times because I, I yeah. forgot my stool. I did a rookie move. I forgot my stool. So I had to sit on my bag. Um, and then I had some crisps in my bag. And, of course, they popped. Um, oh, so, and, yeah, they, they were ruined pretty much because they were all crunched up and I chucked them in the bin the end. But, um, yeah, the weather didn't help, did it? It just uh, it never does. And then, as you said, the pitch wasn't great. Little fun fact, I've been at Newport Pagnell Town before to watch a women's game, um, Town women's team. We uh, drew 2-2. This is back in 2018, I think, okay. as uh, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Pruden was in charge. Uh, we scored a late equaliser to get a point. Um, and I think the pitch was better then, so I don't know what's happened since then. But, um, yeah, that was a big problem. I and mean, as you said, having to train... Um, on a random field when there's other games going on as well. Um, what's that feeling like as players, you know, having to do that when you have to go over to another pitch or another just bit of grass just to train? And it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because you're not go- actually training on the pitch you're going to be playing on. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan, I have to say. It's nice to warm up on the pitch that you're actually going to play on because every pitch is different, especially in this league and also in Tier 4 when we were there. He- the pitch is so crucial in terms of how you're playing because it, it can change your game plan um, just because such such a range of uh, quality, I'd say, uh, is probably a nice way to put it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it always helps a little bit to sort of sort out your touch, give you a bit of confidence in terms of, okay, yeah, 
this is going to be a two-touch pitch or, yeah, I'm going to need three to get this under control. Um, so I don't think that would have helped. And it's it's a bit of a mental thing maybe that might affect players. I'm not the biggest fan, um, but sometimes you have no choice and you just got to get on with it. Um, so it's the same for both teams. So it's whoever deals with it best uh, and wins the game ultimately. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been to nicer grounds, but I've been to worse grounds. Yeah, there's, there's definitely worse out there. Um, and we did a, a rookie move, or I did a major error on the last podcast. We said, or I said, it was going to be at Stadium MK. Yes. Uh, of course, I think it was like a day later, Kieran went, yeah, it's at Newport Pagnall Town Football Club. So um, if people were listening to it and they thought, oh, we're going to go to Stadium MK, and then they found out it wasn't there, we apologise, but it is what it is. But as you said, like the players would have walked on the pitch when they were coming out, you know, from the um, the tunnel. And that would be the first time they'll be actually feeling the grass and they wouldn't have been able to kick the ball around. The first touch they would have had is the game would have been kicked off and everything's going. Yeah. So it is crucial, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. I've got a funny story, actually. Um, I was sat next to Charlotte, who's uh, Charlie's girlfriend, um, Charlie's assistant manager. Um, and she was like, yeah, we went to Stadium MK. So they did a whole nice drive around uh, Milton Keynes before they got there um, to the ground, which was quite funny. But they said they found a nice place to go to dinner on the way. So they're happy. Um, but yeah, no, it was nice sitting next to her and a few of the other players. Got Boz, Peskit. Um, Abby Jackson we were all sat in the stands with the flags behind us yeah. um, we ended up sitting with the home, uh, sitting with the away fans so via loyal fans rather than sitting with uh, MK Dons fans which was nice um, yeah. it's a shame about their performance I think yeah um, we'll talk about the goals but I want to quickly talk about our shorts we um, had to change oh, yes. the colour and I'm a big fan I'll have to say um, are you? I mean I like the shorts by themselves. I'm not sure about the blue and the black, but I think if there was... The white kit's nice. The white kit's yeah. really nice. Um, but imagine if there was an all-black kit, how clean that would look. Oh, oh Someone needs to make that. It would look yeah. so clean. Um, but yeah, the black shorts by themselves, I'm a big fan. Um, no, I'm unsure on the blue and the black. I, I don't know how I feel about it, but yeah. One's well, um... looked good on them. Really good. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's um, the the big sponsor for the women's team is Transdex, mm-hmm. so that comes out beautiful because it's white. Yeah. You can see it, and I've been editing photos before coming on the podcast, um, and you know, going through the pictures from the game, and it, they just look great. It just looks great. When I did the, you know, we did course did the minute silence today for um, Remembrance Sunday, and it just it just looked great. Yeah. It just looks great. Um, and of course, white shorts, MK Dons. I'm sure they've got to wash their kit a lot, probably two yeah. times over because it was so muddy. I said I said to some of the girls, I was like, how can you play on this pitch as your home pitch and play in all white? Like, yeah. there would be no way I'm getting those stains out. It'd be, it'd be a job where I've taken it home to my mum and I've gone, mum, there is no <laughs> way I've got a chance at this. It's gonna, you're going to have to do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know well, how they cope. No, I don't, I don't know. Don't know at all. As I said, we, we've got a few little... Well, we, we haven't worn the white kit yet, but I think we yeah. will probably wear it Portsmouth, Cardiff possibly Bridgewater. It really depends, yeah. I think. But um, I, I do look forward to wearing that because it does look good. Um, yeah. And sometimes we, we have so many away kits we get with a women's team, but we actually never really wear it because it's never really clashed. So hopefully we'll wear that soon. Yes. Um, but let's talk about the goals then. Um, Zoe Barrett is a seventh goal of the season. She opened the scoring. And then, of course, Lucy O'Brien with a decent finish to make it 2-0 
at half time. Um, let's talk about Zoe's goal. A really good finish from Zoe. Um, she's on fire as well this season. Uh, scoring against her former side, just like Luz O'Brien. They did that in the reverse fixture, of course, in, in the league. Um, but yeah, good finish. Yeah, I'm not sure I've been to a game against MPA Dons where Zoe Barrett hasn't scored. Um, she just loves she just loves to score against her old team. But yeah, she's flying, absolutely flying. And as is Lucy O'Brien, to be fair to them. Um, both youngsters, both doing amazingly well in the first team. Um, really sort of stepped up from last season, um, especially with our winning crisis, crisis at the minute. Um, so yeah, both, both really good goals as well. I think the build-up play in Zoe's goal, um, just clinical. Um, and then Lucy O'Brien's goal. Every time she gets the ball near the box, I'm shouting shoot because yeah. she's she's buried them. Absolutely, oh, it's just it's, it's it's good. It's lovely to watch Lucy O'Brien play. I really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, both of them on fire. It's so good to see. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Lucy O'Brien score a bad goal. It's no, they're all, they're all fantastic. Of course, she scored the penalty at Plymouth, but yeah. I still. Nice, nice, cool finish. She once again, she's so young for her to step up and score a penalty at a football league stadium. But yeah, um, yeah when when she got that ball, had that touch, and I thought she's going to hit this, isn't she? And she does. Yeah. And then two nil. Um, and once again, she just walked back, didn't she? She didn't like go crazy about it. She goes, oh, yeah, that's what that's what I do. That's what I do. Job done. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but that's you know a big, just a big, you know, a big player. She's just come in this season. She's just broke through. Uh, just like Sarah Brazera Carrera, she of course she played today. She came off the bench, um, but just as you said, we've got the winger crisis. But then we've got players like Luce O'Brien and Sarah Brazera coming in, stepping up and, and proving their worth. Yeah, definitely. So young, um, but if you think back to when sort of Peskit and Anna were coming through yeah. in the same sort of positions, they were young too. So it just means that we've got now got such a depth of squad, uh, which is which is great. I mean, you've got players on the bench who you can rely on, um, which previously we may not have had so much. Um, but this season, yeah, the squad depth is great and we're definitely having to use it at the minute with so many injuries. Um, but yeah, we've got players coming back and we should be full squad strength uh, soon, ready for Southampton, um, which is the big one next week. Yeah, and uh, we'll segue into that in a second. But I just want to quickly mention, of course, Paige Peak. She had to come off because yes. um, she, she was not feeling so great. And uh, Liv Smith, Came in her first game for a while. Uh, once again, she's a, a player that we signed in the summer. And, of course, she's doing a, two duties. She's a policewoman as well. And, of course, playing football. So, trying to get the shifts right. But um, it was good to see her again play. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while play. And, it's yeah, she's composed on the ball. Um, great player. Uh, you can rely on her, I think. Um, and she just sort of slots in. You don't see her for a while. And then she just slots in and does the job. It's It's... It's kind of good to see. Um, but yeah, you, you get a few funny stories from her about her job and stuff like that. You've always got a question to ask Liv Smith because um, she has some cracking stories. Um, but yeah, really good to see her back today and a clean sheet. Brilliant. And um, I think we've got to give credit to MK Dons. I thought they played well in the second half, even though the game went a bit flat and it just very scrappy. Of course, the pitch was just very boggy, as we already said. Um, what did you see any difference from when we played them in the league fixture, or did they, they they just they're our solid team? I feel that they they do what they can do, um, and of course their their coaching staff they're very passionate on the touchline. A few little shouts here and there. They weren't happy with the ref and all that stuff, but you're going to get those get those in that, that sort of game. Definitely when it's scrappy. Um, but what what do you think of them? Yeah, I thought they were good actually. Yeah. I was surprised. I thought they I thought they actually tried to play some really good football, and I think they did achieve that. It was 
there was definitely some parts of the game where I was I said to the girls I was like they're they're playing better football than us yes we we're more clinical and we've got that edge um and that's sometimes what good teams need but in terms of playing football they had some good passages of play to be fair to them um but just didn't have that final final edge or the sort of defensive defensive knowledge to sort of stop us um but yeah no I was, I was impressed by them I, I was really impressed by them um so fair play to MK Dons cool and um shall we is there any other notes from the game you want to add I want to quickly mention of course on this podcast uh, when Katie was here I spoke about my way day food yes, uh, we had was, pizza yeah. yes yeah, we had I pizza. was asking about that pizza yes interesting uh post-match food in terms of nutrition but <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, probably pizza is not the best food to eat after 90 minutes of football. Uh, maybe for me, it's fine. Um, I just I just saw one of the, I don't know if she was a, a player or a coaching staff member, basically just got loads of pizzas from her car. So they must have just got it from a local pizza place around the corner. But when I saw it, I went, I'm, I'm game. I'm getting yeah. that. Of course, I, I wait for all the players to eat it first and I then come in and get the scraps. Um, so I got a few. But yeah, yeah, it is pizza at the end of the day. You can't go wrong with pizza. Only if it's yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong. I think um, Boz had a coffee. I did ask her for this podcast. I was like, "How how's your coffee, Boz? How how much would you rate it out of ten? And she gave it a two out of ten. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is more Boz, Boswell, so she can be picky, but two out of ten isn't ideal. But um, she also had some jelly tots, which she brought herself, but she rated it ten out of ten, so she was happy with that. Yeah, I don't think the um, clubhouse um, provided jelly tarts. I don't think they uh, they, they provided my cheese and onion crisps. Um, but then I, of course, as I said earlier in the podcast, I sat on them, so they yeah. were they were long gone. Um, I heard someone else actually who got a coffee, but then they said it tasted more like tea. Um, so maybe they just it was very weak weak coffee, but then it tastes like tea. But you know, it, it is what it is. But I want to say. Once again, a big shout out to the fans who came to the game again. Um, once again, it'd been great if it was at Stadium NK. I'm sure that would be a good experience for the fans, be you know in a in a ground, a little bit maybe more better scenery. Although now we're getting in autumn, my pictures are just looking lovely in autumny with the you know the the trees with all the orange and different colours. It's it's just lovely. I love this time of year. Although I don't like the weather because it's cold, oh, but yeah. but it's just the scenery, the scenic. I know you were cold, and I was like, "Yeah, it's not that cold." We were waiting for the bus, you know, the coach to arrive. You were saying you're cold, and I was like, "Nah, we're just <laughs> fine." But yeah, but um, yeah. Any other notes? Um, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just glad your photos are turning out well whilst I'm freezing in the cold. Yes, yes, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I think that's um all she wrote. Really, we've got the prize money. We're through to the next round. Hopefully. Yeah. We get um, a decent draw, um, ideally home, because um, I think it's always just nice to be home because um, you don't need to worry about travelling. Um, and talking about travelling, uh, t- well, the team go to Southampton this weekend. Um, Sunday, the big game in the league. We, have, of course, had the, the first the, the the first of the trilogy. Um, of course, we lost the game 1-0 in the Cup. Um both me and you won't be at the game, unfortunately. Um, well, a big reason why you won't be there is, of course, your surgery that is happening. Um, but it's a bit disappointing. We're both like we can't be there, but it is what it is. The biggest game of the season. We're both not there. Um, how are you feeling going ahead of this? Actually, no, before that, actually, sorry. Um, what was the mood like after the game? What, what was the players talking about? What, what was Joe feeling like? Yeah, so it was a bit, it was a bit down just because we, we always want the best. So even though we have 
had an amazing start to the season. We've won 10 out of 10. We're through to the FA, like, we're through in the FA Cup. Um, like we've just won, but it feels like we've lost, if that makes sense, just because we always want more. Um, and we want the best and we want to perform every week. Um, so I think it's only a good thing that we we go and reflect on what could have been better, um, because I think there was quite a bit. Um, but also accept that the pitch might have been a factor in that. Um, so yeah, it's just it's it's going back and reflecting, watching the game back. Um, and taking those sort of negatives and, and turning them into positive this week, ready for the big one. Yes, it is a big one. Um, back into league action as well. We've had a little break with the yeah. Cornell Cup, then the FA Cup, but um, yeah, Southampton part two. Um, what do you what, what do you reckon? There's a chance for us to bounce back, of course, from that defeat. And this is the the big decider to to know where where we're at as well in in the league and us against Southampton again. Yeah, it's a chance to get revenge. Um, yeah. I think the girls are definitely seeing it as that. Um, I think they take confidence from the loss, even though it was a loss. I think we can we can go toe-to-toe with them and if we have that edge, we win the game. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a, I think there's a few nerves flying around, a lot of excitement. Um, it's the biggest game of the season. Everyone knows that. Um, the whole league knows that. I think there'll be a lot of people looking out for this result. So it's a big one. It's a really big one. Um, but we also know that one game doesn't define the season. So whatever the result is, we'll be back. Um, hopefully it will be a win. Um, I believe it will be. Of course, I'm going to. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm gutted I can't go to watch. I'll, I'm sort of hoping there's going to be a stream, but I haven't seen anything of the like. So I will be refreshing Twitter like a mad person. <laughs> yeah, as I said, um, hopefully Kieran's tweets are on point, ready yeah. for us to look at those updates. Um of course, the main reason you're not going to be there is that you're having your surgery. You'll be, of course, recovering from your surgery on that Sunday. You know, hopefully watching the game if it is a stream. If not, looking on Twitter. Um, how are you feeling going into that? We, we spoke about it last week, but how are you feeling? Are you feeling a bit nervous? And, you know, well, I'm sure you're just happy. It's it's finally here. You're going to have your surgery and hope it's start of your recovery process. Yeah, I'm not. I don't really feel nervous right now, um, which is kind of weird. I sort of no feeling currently. Um, I'm sure I will be nervous closer to the time. Um, but yeah, I just I feel like once it's done, I just want to get it done and then I can actually start to make some progress uh, towards my return at the minute. It's sort of just waiting and waiting and waiting. So yeah, I'm actually kind of excited to get it over with um, as much as possible. Um, so yeah, I'll spend a bit of time at home um, and watch from afar for a, for a bit. Um, so yeah, it's... It's that time and it's. I just need to get it done. Um, so, yeah, it's a, sh- it's a shame we're both going to miss the miss the game, though. Um, are you? Where are you? Are you in Sunderland, is it? Yeah, so, you know, of course, the men are playing on the Saturday in Sunderland and um, I'm actually being a nice friend and it's my, my friend's um, birthday weekend, so I said to him, I'll stay. Although it's a long trip, if I did go to the women's game, I know a lot of fans are doing that. They've got a minibus, they've sold out a minibus. Bye. Um, they're going to be going to Sunderland on the Saturday, coming back, and then Southampton on the Sunday morning. Uh, so fair play to them. I was think that's what I was thinking about doing, but um, I'll be a lot of drinks down me by then. So uh, yeah, probably probably not wise to do that. But I mean, yeah, I'm a bit disappointed we're going to miss it. But um, we've got the, we've got the home game in, in the league, which is maybe going to be more important because that's going to be at the end of the season where it could be a massive decider on who wins the league title. Um, but blue. Any other business before we wrap up? Any other business? No, I don't think so. Other than our potential guests next week. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, so our new uh, guest next week uh, managed to get Sarah Poncho on. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear her thoughts after Southampton game, um, but also speak a bit about her career. And it's been a pretty good one, I think. Yeah, um, I'm very intrigued. We'll, oh, of course, on the coach, you know, going home, we, of course, you asked her, you were saying, you know, Sarah, do you fancy coming on the podcast? And she was like, yeah, I'm game. I'm sure she's listening right now. Hi, Sarah. Um, but I remember when we get on the coach after the service station, I said, you know, what's the biggest ground you played at? And she was saying the Emirates. She had to come on as a substitute um, against Chelsea. And that's a massive for her debut. Yeah. Um, so that's a massive game for her. Of course, we'll find out more more about that story, I'm sure. I'm just a little, little tease there for you. But hopefully... Um, we will have a great chat with her. I'm sure we will. She's, she's a great talker already. Um, she had to make a few saves today. I remember she had to stop Lucy Egan at one stage. Lucy Egan had a bit of a tussle with a defender, didn't she? Yeah, she did, break, she did have to break up a fight, yeah. Um, Lucy Egan isn't isn't afraid of a fight. Let's just say that. Her and Kyra, I'd say, are the, yeah. the ones that see red quickest, which is quite funny. But yeah, Sarah, Sarah made some really good saves today. Really yeah. good today. You can always trust and rely on her. Um, and she's very key in, uh, as an element of the defence. So, yeah, um, it's, it's always good to have her at the back. Um, some good kicking as well. God, she can kick the wall far. Yeah. Oh or God. as um, one note as well from the game, um, when we were shooting, you know, in the second half, when we were shooting that way, yeah. behind her, there's so many pictures I've got, just a ladder there. So, I don't know, it must have, <laughs> one of the balls must have gone on the ball. And I just I was like, is anybody going to move that ladder just in case? But it's like, it's a great picture I've got. We're just behind the ladder. That's got to be, we've got to turn that into a meme or something at some stage. <laughs> yeah, it has um, to be. It has to yeah. be. Oh. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be great next week. We're going to have Sarah on. She's, of course, going to be at the game, playing the game. So she can actually tell us what happened. I'm sure we'll be able to read up and watch highlights. But she'll be there giving us the, the ins and outs of what happened. Um, Blue, of course, is going to continue to be with us during her recovery. So, Blue, my final words for you is... Best of luck with the recovery and the surgery. We're all thinking about you. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining me once again. Thank you very much, Ross. It's been a pleasure. Brilliant. Well, um, thanks again for listening to the Tractor Girls Talk podcast on Kings of Anger. Let us know what you think. As ever, subscribe to us on all the podcast outlets and also on social media on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and all the other bits and bobs you want to do. TikTok. Not my cup of tea. What's your thoughts, Blue? Do you use it? Do you watch it? I'm not a big TikTok. I, I mean, I have the app on my phone. I don't have an account. I sometimes scroll on it, but I'm not the biggest fan like some of the girls. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's some that are that at certain age they probably that's it. Yeah, for them that's probably what they what they like to watch and, and probably even do videos themselves. Probably um, when it, it became a massive thing, didn't it? During the COVID, just TikTok just blew up, didn't it? It's it just up. it's crazy. Yeah, it really did. It really did. Slightly addictive, actually. You, you yeah. lose hours on TikTok. You can lose hours. Yeah, definitely. But um, Blue, thanks once again for joining me. Thanks everybody for tuning in to another edition of the Tractor Girls Talk podcast on Kings of Anglia. We'll be back next week to bring you that special guest interview with Sarah Quantrill and also talk about the Southampton part two of the trilogy. See you then. From true crime to football, Brexit to Pokeville. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.
through Archon, head to audiobooms.com slash channel slash Archon.